This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Edinburgh Fringe 2013. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Joseph, that his strange secret should be that he can't swim, that a climactic scene should take place in a scuba diving shop in Niger, that the whole play should be sponsored by shaving foam, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was Farting Fire. Going live in five, four, three. Uh, Joseph, Joseph, have you got your costume on yet? Yes, of course I do, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Here at Barnstable Circus, everything must be perfect. Yes, of course. Uh, thank you very much, Ringmaster Richard. Yes, it has a lovely ring to it, doesn't it? It does, yes. Thank yes. you. Yes, it really is a beautiful circus ring. Yes, yes thank you. Joseph, remind me again what your act's going to be. I haven't had time to vet everybody who's going to be on this evening. Well, I'm going to uh, swing from the trapeze and oh. then land exactly in a bear's mouth. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yes. And then afterwards, of course, I shall spring into a wonderful pool made out of jellyfish. Okay, lovely, lovely. Not a pool with jellyfish in, it's made of them? Yes, yes. And what's, what's in the pool? Ah, uh, well, liquidized jellyfish. So it's made of jellyfish, filled with, with more jellyfish. jellyfish. Yes, yes, yes. I say. You see, we had to, uh, we had to uh, cook the jellyfish so they would form a solid pool, and then we had to liquidize more of them to fill in the pool. It well, looks... that seems totally in order with the Barnstable's motto, which is, if an animal didn't suffer, you haven't enjoyed yourself. Yes. So, Joseph, that's fantastic. Uh, thank you, thank you, Ringmaster Richard. I, 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 feel, I feel proud. I, I think that tonight might be the night when I, I really finally, I finally reach my peak of circusity. Oh, wonderful, Joseph. I'm so pleased I'll be there to see it happen. Oh, thank you. You have done the trick with the bear before, haven't you? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And does he mind? Uh, I think he does. Excellent. Um, yes. Entirely, <laughs> entirely in order with the Barnstable's motto. Good. If an animal doesn't suffer, you haven't enjoyed, enjoyed yourself. yourself. There yes, we are. Yes. A trick question. If you'd said the bear was fine, you would have been turfed out. <laughs> oh, ringmaster Richard, you you really have been such a, such a support, such a, such a kind and a friend and... Dare I say it, you, you've been almost like a father to me. Well, Joseph, I've got to say, I never had a son of my own. No. And when I think back to, well, my years of virility, when I could potentially have had a child, yeah. it's you, I imagine, squeezing out of the womb of the woman I might have married had I married someone. Oh. Crying like a little pup as yes. you sat there in the mucusy filth, rocking in my proud arms. That's how I see you when I look at you, really. Well... That was a how little we... naked baby. Yes. Your tiny little winky there, proudly glinting in the ward's light. Yes. Yes, just wiping some of the jelly from your newly opened eyes. It's yes. very, uh, well, in fact, very detailed. Ringmaster Richard, you, uh, you told me that image a few Saturdays ago, and therefore the liquidized jellyfish is in, is in honor, in homage to your dream. Oh, Joseph, wonderful. You will come out at the very end of my act after I have landed in the, in the sting-filled jellyfish pool and wipe the jelly out of oh, my beautiful. stinging eyes. And then naked I will hold you up and say, Yes. Despite the very small evidence, it's a boy. <laughs> yes, you can say that if you like, yes. Oh, Ringmaster Richard. It's always been my dream to, to dance on the trapeze, to spring from the mouth of a bear and swim in the liquidized jellyfish pool. And 
and I'm going to make you proud, Ringmaster Richard. Oh, you already have. You see, this circus is more than just a place for performers. It's a family. We tour all the great nations of the world, making everybody laugh with how much we can hurt animals. And Joseph, you are a part of that family now. <laughs> Thank you, Ringmaster Richard. Thank you so much. Look, I'm going to go and practice now, and I'll be ready by the time the- Just out of Indus, how do you practice for something that involves jumping into the mouth of a bear and then a pool made of jellyfish and filled with more jellyfish? Well, do you remember the, uh, the tour of, the, uh, of Russia and then the Mediterranean yes. that we did in the last few months? Well, we picked up a lot of bears. Oh, I say. So you go through a bear every time? Yes, yes. Well, this really is taking cruelty to wonderful levels. Thank you, Ringmaster Richard. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, on you go then, Joseph. You shake those little bells oh, that I you will. wear around your neck. Oh. Yes, just like a little dog. Woof like a dog for me, Joseph. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> just like I would do with my real child. Now go and practice. You've already made fake daddy very proud. Flippers, wetsuits, aqualungs. Flippers, wetsuits, get your wetsuits. Hello there. Oh, hello, sir. Yes, did I hear you were selling Jethro Tull's most famous album? <laughs> Is it called Flippers? Wetsuits or Aqualungs? It's Aqualung. Ah. Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I am. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes, I'll, I'll have one of those, please. Excellent. That'll be £12. Oh, that's remarkably cheap. I is it? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm remarkably rich. <laughs> Your state financial status doesn't change the general pricing of other things. £12 is quite a lot for an album. Well, it's all relative. Well, I mean, it isn't. I mean, it is, but to other market forces, not to your personal wealth. <laughs> That's a very solipsistic economic outlook you've got there. Well, you know what they say. Well, I don't know what you say. Well, I say that any Jethro Tull album is worth paying as much as the man wishes to charge you for it. I see. Well, in that case, inflation has kicked in and it is £7,000. £7,000. My, that's cheap just to hear some of those wonderful tracks on that album, such as Cross-Eyed Mary. <laughs> well, good, then uh, I'm glad that we can agree. £10,000 is a reasonable price. God, I better buy it before it inflates any more. Here you go. £10,000 in the form of however many notes that is. They're all 50s, so it'll be 200. <laughs> Sorry, I've just burnt half of them. That's all right. It happens to all the money we get round here. Really? The hot Saharan sun. Really? Through the shop window. Ah, yes. There's a magnifying effect. Very clever. Yes. But it's not a problem I have to face often. Yes, I imagine you don't have to face much of a problem with ant infestations either. <laughs> Did you no. not ever do that, burning ants with a magnifying glass in the playground? No. Wow, apparently just me. That's worrying. <laughs> yes, it is. You used to drop them on the wheelie bin lids as well, and they used to do a little kind of dance. And you'd eat them and they taste like vinegar. Did nobody do this? I'm, I was secretly with you right up until you eat, eat them and they taste like vinegar. 
You know those green plastic wheelie bins? They get really hot in the sun. You drop ants on them. They kind of bubble around like when you put water on a stainless steel pan. I have to share a bed with this guy. Literally. Well, that's why there's no insects on my side. (laughs) I'm just worried about what was in the fish and chips you gave me yesterday. Tasted very vinegary. Well, that's because they asked me if I wanted salt and sauce, and I didn't understand what it meant. So anyway... Yes. <laughs> yes, like I say, there's not that much money going around here. When I was a little boy, my father turned to me, and he said, Trevor... That's my name. He wasn't just having a fit. He said, Trevor, I want you to do what I never could. I want you to go to the centre of the Sahara Desert and open up a scuba diving shop. And I said, Dad, why? But he had died. That was his last words. That was his last words. And as is the way, I had to follow through. Oh. It was in his will, you see. (laughs) I was going to make a very crude joke. And then I realised it was about your dying father and (laughs) that would be inappropriate. The show's called Farting Fire. There's plenty of time for those jokes later. So I came here to Niemi, the capital city of Niger. That's right. Yes. And I founded this scuba diving shop. And since then, I have had precisely no custom. Wow, well... It's an honour to be your first customer. Do I win a prize? Maybe get a photo taken, stuck on the wall of fame? This man bought a, a vinyl album for an extortionate amount of money. Oh, yes, it's a vinyl album, which is presumably now melted. <laughs> Damn. Well, I can just, uh, yes, I'm just pouring it into my pocket. <laughs> I'll take it home and uh, just jab it with my record needle. I don't know. I don't know. So, sorry, what's your name? Ah, Marcus Mablethwaite. Ah, Marcus, if I can call you Marcus. Yes, that's my name. <laughs> you seem like a man of the world, a man of experience. Yes. A man with a lot of money he doesn't mind throwing away. Oh, no. Tell me, what can I do to make this business thrive? Well, in my experience, you need some stupid customers. But how do I get those stupid customers to travel out ah, here yes. into the middle of the Sahara? How about uh, a catchy marketing campaign with a kind of, you know, an earworm slighter kind of jingle? Something that buries into their skull and they want to come and, and listen to it. Yes, unfortunately all the music I had was Jethro Tull and it's melted. Ah. <laughs> yes. Maybe? We could phone Ian Anderson himself and ask to create a new melody. Uh, I don't think he'd say yes. Is he dead? can't remember if he's dead or not. I don't know. Even if he's alive, I'm sure he'd just tell me to piss off. I, I don't think he did. I think my uh, brother and dad went to see them quite recently. They can probably corroborate. They're sitting over there. Well, maybe if we're really concerned about it later, we can ask them. Yes. How about uh, just some good slogans or some pictures of sexy ladies with your products kind of placed there suggestively? Uh, I think we need an icon. We need... Someone that people will see and want to emulate. Someone exciting. Someone dashing. Someone Usain Bolt. Yes, Usain Bolt. He's very dashing, isn't he? Yes. 
Excellent. Thank you. What a fine idea. Let's hire Usain Bolt to represent my company. I mean, that, that meaningless pun really kind of stuck something in the plot there, didn't it? It's, it's pretty, much a, pretty much a first for me, I think. He had to hit home one of these days. Excellent. To the telephone. Uh, Joseph. Yes. I've yes. got to have a word with you. Oh, I, I hope everything was all right last night. I got a standing ovation. It was, it was Yes, it was no, it was wonderful. It's just... Well, Joseph, I noticed you go into one of the toilet cubicles on the little cart that yes. we have of toilets. The toilet cart. The cart toilet. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, Joseph, it's... It's burnt down. Right. Uh, yeah. It's still on fire over there, look. Oh, yes. Sorry, we use the clown's fire extinguishers, but all they shoot out is cream. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, dear. Um, I'm sorry, did I hear someone say they were in desperate need of some foam? Why, yes. yes. It the is toilet cart's on fire and all we have is cream. Yes, and it's an electrical fire, so foam would be suitable. Yes, it was an electrical toilet. Yes, we imported them over from Japan. <laughs> they don't work very well, but it's exciting. You get water sprayed up your bum. Yes, and a light comes on. Does it? What's that for? <laughs> Effect, really. Oh. Anyway, we are in desperate need of some foam. Son a lou mier. You're still talking. Yes. Where's the foam? Well, if you've had a close shave with something flammable, you need some of this... Close shave foam. Oh, my word. Oh. Yes, of course. Shaving foam is the best thing for putting out fires, especially if they're on your hairy face. Or if they're razor burn. <laughs> yes, look. Look, the fire's going out. Oh, with just a little bit of dabbing from this shaving foam. That, that truly is amazing. Yes, thank you, sir. What do you call that stuff? I call it Cuthbert and Nuffbert shaving foam. That's right. Shaving foam. So good, it replaces one of the emergency services. Well, Joseph, the fire might be out, but I still want to know how it started. This has been happening ever since we picked you up in the Ukraine. Yes. Well, uh, ring, uh, ring We've been through eight toilet carts, Joseph. Yes. Um, well, there's... Um, I, I think the only, um... Joseph, I can see some smoke coming from your behind. Yeah. I'm going to need answers. I'm, I'm going to need them soon. Look. Look, I think the best way is to... is to show you. Off come the trousers. Velcro trousers, yes. My word. Yes, I wasn't wrong when I said you had a tiny proof of manhood. No, you weren't. Oh, some of the hairs come off. There we go. Yes. It's always best to uh, wax before. Do a wax. Yes. Yes. Uh, There's quite a lot of very hair. Very long process. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm going for a. Sh what are they called? Short back and. Ba no, back crack. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. The SBC. Well, come on, Joseph. What have you got to show me? Look. Have you got any, any meat or something you want cooked? Me I'm not sure I do. Look, come on, we might as well kill two birds with one stone. Oh, Mummy, please buy me some of those lovely marshmallows on a stick. Oh, oh. yes, there you are, son. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, Look, but come they're raw. Come oh, on. little boy, give them here. Go on then, Joseph. Right. 
Here goes nothing. There. Oh my god. I know, I, I, I'm not sure how it first started happening. It just, it just started happening as soon as you picked me up in, in the Ukraine. I, this deadly, deadly flaming fire coming out of my, my, my two cheeks. Oh, Joseph, it's... Stepping out it's of my... It's incredible. It's both disgusting and beautiful at once. And they're so tasty now. Mmm. Off you hop, little boy. Marshmallows. I'm sorry? Yes, we... I don't think it's necessary to repeat that. You can if you want. Is it arsemallows? Marshmallows. Yes. As in arse. As in arse, I see. Yes. Thank you for explaining it to the grown-ups. That's fine. Joseph. Yes, Ringmaster Richard. You know, I think this might just be the greatest thing that's ever happened to Barnstable Circus. Oh, really? Yes. All the other circuses would dream of something like this. Why? Houston's circus only has a man with a toenail that's blue. The yes. Piccolo Circus has a woman with um, a newt in her face. Yes. She ate one, that's all it was. And, and all other circuses, well, they have, they have men who can eat fire and swallow fire, but what happens to it? You'll find out with me. <laughs> Joseph, this is amazing. We will base the whole circus around your act, including the bit with the bear and the jellyfish, but you must keep this secret. People think that circuses are just tricks, deceit, mirrors and smoke, but no, you have a true talent. Joseph, I'm worried that if, why, the military nations of the world find out, or nefarious types, criminals, gangsters, mafia, they'd all want your bum. My goodness, I'll keep it secret, Ringmaster Richard. I'll keep stum about my boom. Well, I've just got off the phone with Usain Bolt. Oh, yes. And he said that I should never call him again. Oh, look, because Chris's that... plot point was rejected after all. <laughs> no, none of that. It's set in the 50s. Who's Usain Bolt then, anyway? What about uh, Tyson Gay? He could do with some good publicity. <laughs> Ow! No need to slap my thigh. Well, now you've done the other one, that makes it all better. Look, I think we've got to look slightly more, I don't know, exotic, left field, out of the box, blue sky thinking. I don't think any major sports stars are going to come and support my uh, scuba shop in the middle of the Sahara. They're going to quite rightly say that it is a doomed enterprise from the word go. We've got to look, I don't know... At the forgotten people, the people that society sweeps under the rug and yet nevertheless admires. Like yes, uh... in the Venn diagram of society, we have a very thin sliver to work with. About uh, Yuri Geller? <laughs> Probably fit that, wouldn't he? Yuri, <laughs> it's not bad. But he's not that exciting now. Well, he was involved with Mossad, apparently. Was he? Yes, he was. It's been in all the newspapers. Yes, he did claim that, didn't he? Not yes. happy with just tedium, he's gone for libel too. 
No, no, no. He, he, you, uh, Yuri Geller claimed it himself, I think. Oh. Yes. Ha ha! Well, I don't know. I mean, look. Do you think. I'm not sure Yuri Geller was going to agree. Quite hard to think of people who are well respected. Excuse but me, oh, I'm hello. just going round all the shops of Nisha, and I was wondering if maybe I could put up a poster in the window for the circus. It's not for the lady boys of Bangkok, is it? No. <laughs> of course it's not. This isn't a hairdresser. No. It's for a circus which is coming to town with all the sights of amazing things. The lady with the beard, the man without the beard, the fellow who can jump off a trapeze into the mouth of a wait, bear wait and a then minute. into wait. a pool made of jellyfish, filled with I'm jellyfish sorry. and then fart fire out of his bum. <laughs> I don't I'm think sorry, you needed to add out of his bum there. Did you just say, a man without a beard? That's right. How he can you even tell he's a man? <laughs> a man without a beard. That's... I mean, that's not something that should be in the circus. That's something to be ashamed of. You can... That's something that people should hide away. If I was a man without a beard, I don't think I would ever come out of my house. I don't think I would have the courage to step up in front of people and show my face. Well, you see that... I think I would walk around bent double with glasses on my bum and a hat on it so that people would think that was my face just so they wouldn't see how awfully beardless my childlike face was what's that three quarters of this group have girlfriends <laughs> that's right ladies the manly ones are single I think most people would say that beards are all right until you get up close and see that they still have bits of their lunch stuck in them. <laughs> anyway, there is the man without a beard, the man, lady with a beard, and the man who can jump off a trapeze into a pool made out of jellies fish, filled with other jellies fish, and then his bottom can make fire come out of it. Can I put my poster up, please? All right, little boy, you can put up your poster. Thank you, I am an African. <laughs> there he goes, cycling away on his bike. <laughs> he didn't even give us complimentary tickets. Even if, yeah, well, even if he did, I wouldn't have gone anyway. Oh, no. We must go, Marcus. Oh, really? I hate circuses. They're so unbearably cruel. This poster has given me an idea. That man without a beard. No, wait. The man who can trapeze into a bear's mouth and then a pool made of jellyfish and full of jellyfish. He's exactly the sort of man that we need as our mascot. Do you think we can convince him? I can convince anyone because I'm very rich. <laughs> Well, I think we should go and have a meeting with this man. And if we can't convince him, and he can't be bought, we might just have to think of some other way of getting him to uh, <laughs> agree to our terms. <laughs> <laughs>
answers to all this and more in the dazzling second part of Farting Fire! Six o'clock news with Eric Gorn Svensson. A recent team of scientists at the University of Durham have found in a recent study that jellyfish is a great new renewable source of building materials. The study has shown that if one cooks a jellyfish, then they can be used to construct all kinds of buildings. This will be the new building material for all new British infrastructural sites, says the leader of the study. We now have the Minister for the Buildings... Sir Georgie Porgy, uh, to discuss this now. Uh, Minister, thank you for joining us. Um, what do you make of this recent study by the University of Durham scientists? Well, I made uh, a hat. Uh, uh, you made a hat out of the study? Yes, I got it. It was several pages. I folded it up. I made a rather nice paper hat. You see, I'm just crazy about finding new building materials. Right, but you realize, Minister, that this report actually did detail a way to, uh, to make new building materials for schools, hospitals, railways, railway tracks, and it's all coming from jellyfish, a renewable source of energy. Yes, and we think this is going to be particularly beneficial when it comes to, for example, earthquakes. Earthquakes? Well, yes. Why? Yes. Well, normal buildings have a horrible tendency to fall apart, crumble, uh, topple over, and generally crash about. Yes. Whereas a building made of jellyfish will just wobble. <laughs> ah, I see. So you foresee no problems with earthquakes that would happen in Britain four times a year. Yes, I mean, just recently in Leeds, there was one that measured up to two on the Richter scale. Was there really? Uh, yes, there was, and people are beginning to get rather concerned. Ah, and so jellyfish will solve this infrastructural problem for all eternity? Uh, well, yes, we believe so. We think that once we start building buildings out of jellyfish, everything's basically on the up. Oh, well, Minister, I just hope that you manage to make broadcasting house out of jellyfish. <laughs> Well, it's already been built out of stone. Thank you, Minister. Sport. Uh, in the swimming pool, uh, this pool was actually emptied. And so, therefore, the front crawl was won by a baby. Uh, the butterfly was won by an insect. The backstroke was won by a chiropractor. And the breaststroke was won by a perv. Um, in the weather, there will be a shower tomorrow because I smell. <laughs> Adventure! Deception! Probably no! He'll agree to our terms. Joseph, it's going wonderfully. Look at this big bag of money. Oh, wonderful. Attach some of it. Yes, I will. Yes. Excuse me, Mr. Joseph. Can I have your autograph, please? Yes, of course. Why not? What, what's your name? Ah, uh, Jemima. Ah, a, a typical... No, not with a pen. That was a typewriter. Or a typewriter. I'm afraid Joseph doesn't sign things himself. Oh, no. uh, I'll have to do it for him, no, which I, I do with his typewriter. But I want now, you'll be happy with that. It's on your breasts, and you should leave. <laughs> you are 26 years old. Yes, sorry, I've just been sucking on this helium balloon. I'm afraid Joseph is a very important man now. Aren't you, Joseph? Yes, I am. 
Yes, ever since I started fighting fire, f- f- farting fire, it's my desire. <laughs> Joseph, Won't I keep farting fires? Yes. I've had to double the security. Oh. People are milling around, strange people at night. Lots of people asking about you. I've had offers, you know. People well. wanting to buy your bum. Really? Yes. <laughs> I said no to everyone. Good. It's not mine to sell. No, it isn't, no. Well, I'm glad those days are behind me. Wonderful. Thank you, Ringmaster Richard. Are you... It's just the word that's, behind. That's it doesn't really mean anything. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, uh, well, I have to say, Ringmaster Richard, I'm, I'm looking forward to this leg of the tour most of all. Oh, wonderful. See, I've always wanted to go to Niger. <laughs> have you? Yes. Yes. And uh, tell me things about it, then, if you've been so keen. Well... The thing about Niger is it, it has a delta. It's a good start. Yes. It has great resources of oil, and its capital is, I'll just remember it and say it in a different voice, Niamey. Niamey, yes. I believe that the inner Niger delta was also the center of the Saharan gold trade. Thank you, Jemima. That's you, good. You I'm really earned that autograph. Yes, I'm a 26-year-old who studied anthropology at university. Yes. Of he course. still eats ants. Don't clap him. Yes. Joseph. Yes. This is our finest performance. We have got, because the desert is so large, we've been able to put up a stratospherically large tent. This yes. is going to be the best performance by any circus ever. Oh, Dignitaries wonderful. from all around the world are coming just to see you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the banks of the Niger will be the center of the earth for my finest farting performance. Yes, Joseph. Everybody important is here. Presidents of 94 countries. Queens of four. Kings of 16. 16. Oh, those are my three favorite numbers. They add up to 114, which is my age times five. Your grasp of maths is impressive and totally irrelevant. Yes. Yes, Joseph. Just make sure you don't screw this one up. I won't, I won't. My brain is as ferocious and flammable as my bum. <laughs> so I can see. Yes. Joseph, yes, those little bells yes. are still around your neck. Yes. Joseph, when you go out this evening, you will get such a rousing reception. I will introduce you, and there you'll be, clad in clothes made out of frankincense, myrrh, and gold. Wonderful. It'll be very impractical, but impressive. (laughs) Oh, the telephone. Wait a minute. Pass it to me, won't you? Uh, Here it is. (laughs) Oh, thank you. There you go. Surely this should be for the person on the other end of the line. Uh, Yeah, good idea. (laughs) Hello? Hello? Hello. Um... There's been a very important matter that you need to step outside for. Oh. But just you. I say. Yes, you just need to step outside. Well, couldn't you have just shouted in the tent rather than phoning me? No, I'm not actually at the scene. I'm calling from Sheffield. From Sheffield? This sort of stuff is centrally controlled. (laughs) My word. Do you mean somebody outside the tent had to phone Sheffield to get them to contact me? Uh, no, we picked it up, uh, or we, uh, it was, um, we saw it. You're mumbling rather a lot. Yes. Are uh, you lying to me? Yes, no. <laughs> Which one is it? 
No, it's no. Okay, are you sure? Yes. Wait, you're sure it's no, or you are lying? What? No, that wouldn't make sense. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Are you sure saying I'm no, sure. you're not sure? I am sure. You're not reversing charges, are you? Yes. Oh. You'd better get off the phone quickly and go outside. Very well. Joseph? Yes? Somebody on the phone says there's a very important matter outside. Make sure Joseph doesn't leave, though. Just you. Oh. I, you better stay here. Of yes. course, of course. I'll, I'll man the office. I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure it's I'll be... It's not nothing. It's something, I'm telling you. Well, what sort of something? It's big. Well, how big? Ooh, 15. 15? <laughs> My God. That is big. Yes. Has it always been 15 or is it growing? No, it's getting bigger. Oh, my word. Soon it'll be 16. No, I don't believe it. Yes. How soon are we likely to hit 20? I've no idea. You're closer than me. I'm in Sheffield. Well, I, you clearly know more than I do. Well, at the moment, but you're the man on the spot. Yes, Joseph, I'd better go. It's nearing 16. All right. See you soon, Ringmaster Richard. Good luck. Good luck, Joseph. Make sure you prepare and get in the right headspace. I will. Uh, oh, oh, he's left, has he? Oh, well, oh, sorry. I d don't mind if I come in. You're, um, oh. you're Joseph, aren't you? Yes, uh, yes, yes I, I, Joseph. I, I, yes, the man they call the Bernie Bumberpa. <laughs> the, they do, yes. The pyrotechnic pooper. <laughs> the the flatulent fire starter. Yes, they do call me all of those names. What can I do for you two gents? The you... gastric gas trick. <laughs> there you go. Yes, the colonic cauldron. Why are you even trying favorite. to follow gastric gas trick? <laughs> there was a big escalation and then it plummeted. Really. Yes. I mean, really, we should stop the show now. So, uh, uh, well, uh, so you're Joseph, are you? <laughs> I am, yes. Well, I was wondering if you might like to um, enter into a certain uh, well, business deal. Business deal? I'm, well, I, I work for Ringmaster Richard and the... Have you signed a contract? Well, I, I, I think so. Um, really? Uh, Is it this one? Yes. Oh, you're, are you ripping, you're ripping it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, I, I suppose I have signed a contract, but that contract no longer exists anymore, so... So, yes, so I, you're... I, I fart when I'm nervous. So you're willing to come and work for me? Well, I, I, I suppose, if, if oh. I haven't got any work... Oh, excellent. I was expecting to have to use some sort of force, but he's just agreed. <laughs> well, wonderful. Come this way, Joseph. All right. Whatever. Joseph? Joseph! Joseph? Jo are you playing hide-and-seek, Joseph? Oh, no, he went away. What? Yes, he went away. What do you mean, Clarabelle? <laughs> I would prefer it if you didn't use my stage name. Please, call me Darren. Oh. Sorry. I'm the man without a beard. <laughs> I imagine this is how he might sound. You really do have a beautiful, sonorous voice that perfectly complements your lovely, luscious, smooth face. I'm yes. really glad you don't have a beard, because then you would be revolting. Did I hear that someone wants to keep off a beard? 
Yes, that's right. Beards are disgusting, foul, unseemly things that make everybody want to vomit on sight. Yes, I find beards disgusting, and the reason I don't have one is definitely out of choice and not out of necessity due to lack of follicular growth. <laughs> yes, and I always find that nobody wants to be remotely intimate with somebody with a beard because they're so nasty and prickly, and probably people only grow them to keep people off because they have issues with growing intimate at all. That last bit's not true. But even if you do want to keep a beard off for strange, stupid reasons, then why not use this new shaving foam? What, you're calling this thing a beard? Well, it's, it's better than yours. It's some hearty stubble. Well, I shaved this morning. Did you? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's get back so, to the advert. So, so jealous. Oh, yes. Shaving foam. Really? Cuthbert and Nuthbert shaving foam. For when you want to have a face that could also be your bum. <laughs> That's right. That's Cuthbert and Nuthbert shaving foam. So powerful, it can send you right back, like before puberty. <laughs> a good one. Well, thank you. We'll certainly be using that a lot, because everybody should. What bye. you mean? Thank you, bye. <laughs> Goodbye. What you mean, he's gone? Yes, he just left. He tore up his contract and what? walked out the door. My God. With two men. Two men. What did they look like? Describe them to me. One of them had lots of money falling out of all of his pockets. Oh. And, and let me guess, the other one had a revolting hairy face. Oh, he was an Adonis. He was the most handsome vision I've ever seen. Yes, like, I can picture like Hercules it now. Hercules or Narcissus. Yes, two massive eyebrows leering over his wonky face like cliffs. He had a a boyish, tousled look, and yet strong and manly at the same time. Yes, and a moustache, like he'd crashed his car into a Cornish hedge. Yes, but he, he just didn't care, because he was so rakish. Yes, and something that you could only call a haircut if you think that having a bath mat on your head is a good idea. I'm running out, really. What do you mean he left with two men? Well, I suppose what I mean is, there was two men here, and he was here, and now none of them are here, and the point at which they stopped being here was a sort of simultaneous point. Damn it. The circus is ruined. The dignitaries of all the world are coming. Sixteen kings, eight queens, ninety-something, I've forgotten the number, presidents. Oh, without him, we'll be ruined. He's our star. Right, it's time to ring the circus bell. I'm getting all the circus performers together. We are going to find Joseph if it's the last thing we do. Look, chaps, I, I, I know that my contract's ripped up and all and you explained to me that he wasn't paying me that well, but I'm starting to feel rather guilty. I, I mean, oh, there, are, there are 94 presidents, 16 kings and four queens coming tonight. You're feeling guilty? Yes, I... That I, might I, just be because I'm rubbing all my gold coins on you. Well, that, that might be possible, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Really a joke, is it? But look, you... You could say that joke was awful, spelt A-U-F-U-L. You could, yes. uh, Look, chaps. Chaps, uh, uh, you've been awfully kind and pointed out how, how I could better myself, but you see, Ringmaster Richard has always been so kind to me. I'm, I'm feeling awfully bad about leaving him in a stew or in a pickle right now. I, I think I'm going to Sorry, head back. Was it a stew or a pickle? Yes. It was a, a kind of a pickly, pickly stew. Ah. Oh, Hungarian pickle stew. Yes, yes, yes. Pickle stew goulash. Yes. Like one of those uh, Rugrats characters. Well, I'm afraid there's no chance. 
I'm afraid there's no chance of you heading back now, sunshine. What? But I, I thought you said I was coming of my own free will. And yes. But I also said I had expected to use force. I thought that was a joke. In the circus, we always make jokes like, like I, I fart to make people have toast instead of bread. <laughs> I, I guess that's sort of a joke. It's a practical joke. But they want only when they want toast, so it's just a favour. I suppose you're right. Excuse me, I think you dropped this somewhere. It's the narrative. (laughs) Here you go, you can have it back. Thank you, little African boy. Bye! Oh, Oh, I fell in a well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll just leave him there to die. Oh, he'll be fine down there for a while. Oh no, there's water in it. Really? Niger's had a drought for the last ten years. (laughs) Then I must have made it. Oh dear, he's wet himself. (laughs) Right. Well, Marcus, we've got our mascots. And soon, I predict business will pick up. Please, you've got to let me go. You see, I found this letter this morning, Marcus. Yes? It's from my dad. He wrote it before he died. I hope so. He said he wasn't to open it until my 35th birthday, which was yesterday. Ah, sorry, I forgot. (laughs) I would have bought you a present, though. Oh, don't worry about it. I don't really want anything. But it says he had plans in motion. He's been building dams. He's been redirecting waterways. And soon... Thousands, millions, trillions of gallons of water are going to flood through Niger, sweeping away houses, sweeping away what little infrastructure exists. Ruining several valuable archaeological sites. Sweeping away the nomads who Look, you live in perfect peace. You then, can't do then this. Then there'll be yes-mads. You can't. You can't do this. You must, you must let me go. You, you can't... F- you can't flood Niger, please. I'm afraid it's going to happen, Joseph. Business will skyrocket. And we're going to dress you up in my scuba gear. You're going to be the poster boy of the impending flood. You horrible man. the previous poster boy fell in the well. Yes. <laughs> you horrible, horrible fellows. All I wanted to do was to fart fire and entertain the peoples of Africa. And now my fate is wretchedly torn asunder. Yes. It's a good line. Well played. Yes. But now all you're going to do is bring me fame and fortune. Oh no. Nobody's bought tickets for the circus at all. My God, look at this. The coffers are empty. This was going to be the most exciting circus. That's the empty coffer, thank you. Yes, the most exciting circus of all time, and yet no tickets at all. Well, everybody's heading a different direction, attracted somewhere else. We are all heading... <coughs> yes, go on, do the questionable accent. You've started, you'd better finish. We are all heading into the desert, goodbye. <laughs> it was brief, but... Uh, Still struck home. Yes. Good to have some local characters around, I say. Where are you going? Why are you heading out into the desert? You all look like you're terribly excited about something and it's not my circus. Yes. <clears throat> there is a great scuba diving shop in the middle of the desert. What? We have to all go there. What? You mean you... I'm going to leave now for sure. Yes. 
Out of solidarity, I am also going to go with him. I would not leave a fellow performer in such a predicament. Well, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> no, probably best. What? Oh, my word. All of them attracted to this scuba shop. It must be Joseph. But no, that means everybody will go there instead of the circus. We'll be ruined. Ruined! There he is, kitted out in a wetsuit, flippers, an aqualung, a mask, whatever those dials they have on the front are. You can't get away with this. You can't. Oh, oh dear. I'm going to fart. Damn, it's only burning up the. Oh dear. There we go. I farted out. You know what they say, when you go scuba diving, you're meant to wee in your wetsuit to warm you up, and you could just fart. Joseph! <laughs> Joseph, this is awful! Ringmaster Richard, I, I, I'm sorry I left you. I, I went off with these men because I thought, you'd, I thought your contract wasn't worth the paper it was written on because it was torn in half, and I thought they were offering me something better. Joseph, screw the contract. I gave you a verbal contract, a contract of the heart. I see you as my boy, my son. I'm sorry. These men were just so, so alluring. I, I think I was hypnotized by the absolutely gorgeous beard on this one here. Oh and my the god. Unbelievably hairless face of the other one over there. You must have had some temporary madness to be attracted to that. But Joseph. now I, I'm tied up here. I, I, can't, I can't escape. Joseph, it's awful. Everybody is loving this surf shop. They worship you like a god. And I'm not a god. No. No time for dramatic realizations now. Here come the floodwaters. Oh my god. Oh, Here geez. they come, roiling over the sands, my heading towards this shop. And when they see you, Joseph, when they see you swim through those waters, everyone will flood in like the waters and make me rich. You're untying me. Oh my goodness. Look at the water come. Listen to it come. Yes, trillions of gallons of water. But I'm afraid. I'm underwater, by the way. I'm afraid there's one thing that I've never told anyone before. What, Joseph, what? And that's that I can't swim. My God, look at him. Sinking like a stone, everybody is. Everybody hates the surf shop. They're tearing it apart with their bare hands. Oh. But Joseph, there's still all this water. All this water. We're ruined. There's no way to dry it up. Oh, yes, there is. I've managed to get out of the pool by using a ladder instead of swimming. No, I haven't. I'm going to fart one fart that will. Absolutely melt up, condensate it's the It's called evaporation. Evaporate. All of this water to kingdom come. Here comes the biggest guff pop of the lot. Scorched earth. My, my God. Man. The way he boiled all that water without boiling himself in the water. 
That's truly remarkable. It was such a fantastic act to get rid of all the water that had for a short while been put in this horribly drought-ravaged country. Well done, Joseph. Thank you. And you see, you see the reason that I didn't get burnt by my own fart flames? That's because this, this wetsuit really is good. Oh. You know, you could make a business just on the quality of your products, not just on the, not just on evil schemes. It really, it protected my entire body. I'm unhurt. Really? Well, I suppose what we've learned is that good locations for businesses and seeking out your target market yes. is a more sensible yes, business we'll, we'll, model than be, decades gonna, of yes. terrorizing infrastructures and redirecting natural phenomena. Yes. And I have to say that we almost ended up in a really evil way. But you took those evil intentions and you flame in rectum. <laughs> 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 That was the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Dougie Walker and Tom Skelton, with Tom Hodge on the piano and Archie Cornish on the foley. To find out more, visit www.racingminds.co.uk, like us on Facebook or befriend us on Twitter. And please do spread the word. <laughs> <laughs>